Hello and thanks for joining us once again for the Inspire, Create and Shine podcast, where we discuss life, love, literature and the arts from a Christian perspective. This is your host, Melanie D from MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Stay tuned for our next episode. Sunday, December 13th, 2020 was my virtual book launch of my debut book, Love Check, How Do You Measure Up? And I wanted to share <clears throat> with my listening audience the testimony of Ashley and Darnell Dyson, featured guest speakers during my launch. Um, their story is one that I think you all need to hear. It really conveys the healing and redemptive power of God's love. My book centers around the idea that real love looks totally different from counterfeit. So listen in. I pray that their their testimony is a blessing to you. And continue to follow me on um, MelanieDTheAuthor.com for more inspirational stories, more inspirational content, and to just be aware of my upcoming events. Again, www.MelanieDTheAuthor.com. Ashley Darnell and our guests were asked, what was your first encounter with real love? So 2020 has been something. Um, God is replaying my life before me, really, to see what brought me to this very moment. So I'm going to share a little bit of my story and how I got to where I am today and how God brought me here. Um, I didn't grow up in the church as many as you uh, or many as you guys have. We would go to church on Christmas and Easter and from here, time to time, I would go to um, Sunday school, but no real relationship with Christ, um, honestly. So it wasn't a major factor for me. Um, and I grew up with my dad and my stepmom. My mom, she um, dealt with addiction throughout my whole entire childhood. So um, from early on, you know, things were starting to impact me that I had no, no clue you know, with abandonment and just rejection and all these seeds that were planted in me at an early age, um, really the fruit started to be evident in my adult life. I, my demonstration of love was very broken. Um, what was said that was love turns out was not love. So although I didn't deal with any physical abuse, I dealt with like some pretty deep um, mental abuse. And it was, I grew up with um, several siblings, so um, I was always the quiet one and kind of wouldn't say anything because I just didn't want to ruffle any feathers. I didn't want to be in trouble or in the limelight. So I kind of just held everything in and all the things that were said to me and my sister. And um, I would just cry at night because I had no one to turn to. My mom, you know, was in and out of my life. Um, I had a, a stepmom that really wasn't um, there for me, like she says, you know, she was. And then I had a dad who had chosen this woman over, over his two daughters who he was raising. And it, you know, we always, you know, you hear the saying, um, everything that's good is not of God. And so they would say things like we, you know, we love you because we provide. We love you because you have clothes on your back. We love you because of this. But really and truly, the, they were saying things that were hurtful. 
uh, my sister, they would call her fat and they would call me ugly. And, and my dad never really came in to defend. And I was waiting for him to come in and rescue me, like save me, say something to her. And he never would. So I would just kind of hold all that in. And of course, you start to look for something to fill that void. So at the early age of 16, I met um, who would become my first husband at my first job. And I was looking, honestly, for an escape from my situation. And that was the first thing that came along. Nonetheless, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't love. Um, he lied constantly. He couldn't keep a job, but I would more so like cover for him. Oh, he's going to get better. Things are going to get better, but they never did. They, they only got worse because I was never really dealing with the root of the problem. Um, and neither one of us had a relationship with Christ, mind you. So we were going through this life without Christ. Um, and how many know we can't do that? So I, I was in the military, um, had three kids, and just nothing was clicking. Something was missing. And I'm like, what is it? You know, I've got my husband, got my three kids. I'm in the military. What's going on here? What's, what's not working? And so... I even started experimenting with drugs on my job. I started experimenting um, with identity issues, thinking that I wanted to date women. You know, thank God that I didn't, you know, it didn't lead me down a long rabbit hole, but nothing filled the void. So one day um, I had gone through several evictions and one day I woke up, I said, okay, today is enough. And I uh, got out moved in with my parents with my three kids who were all toddlers and um that was toxic again i was moving back into that toxic household that was never fixed it's the same stepmom that i escaped from years before so i was like okay i gotta get out of this i can't stay here with my kids and so i was working at target um single mom working at target at that point i had gotten out of the military and I'm like how in the world am I going to make it on seven dollars an hour so um, I met somebody that I was working with at Target that also was working um, on the base cleaning and he said hey we're hiring um, here's the application so I quickly filled that out got it to him and I was bugging him and um, finally got the call got the interview got the job and that is where I met my husband now. Um, wasn't looking for love. Didn't want anything to do with it. Didn't even know what love was at that point. Um, and so anyway, we got to know each other. And he would share, you know, his, um, about his relationship with Christ. And one of my other coworkers um, actually invited me to church so I said okay I'll go try this out and the only time I had been to church since my childhood was when I was doing a tour to Iraq so this would be my first really um, time going to church as an adult or second time so I went and honestly I was going to impress him 
was like, all right, he goes to church. He's got a relationship with Christ. I'm going to go. I'm going to go show off. And so I was going there thinking I'm impressing him. But the whole time, God was drawing me in. I really and truly didn't see it until, you know, years later when God was really starting to work on me. So once we moved in together, some of those bitter fruits and, and sour fruits started to show themselves, the things that weren't dealt with. I put this poor man through hell and back, and I'll just let him nod and agree because <laughs> he's very shy as well. But I would come up with these whole scenarios in my head of what he was doing because I just was like, this is too good to be true. There ain't no man on this earth that's this patient, this sweet, this loving. I mean, it didn't make sense to me because I hadn't experienced love. So it had to be something else. It had to be another woman, something, something going on. So I would just go weeks without talking to him. I mean, it was crazy. You want to chime in on anything? Yeah. You know, <laughs> once, I, once I learned the love of God, because let me go back a little bit, because back in, I think, 2000, I was in a serious car accident and I laid on my deathbed and the doctors told my family to come up because this is my last day. Yeah. And uh, I just think back my grandmother and Aunt Catherine and Aunt Margaret and all of them, how they used to pray for me. And I know it was their prayers that brought me through. So then when I finally come out of coma after being in a coma for a month, I come home for a month. Then I had to go to prison for three and a half years. And I tell people right today, those was the three best years of my life. Because my sister Janice gave me a Bible. And I read that night and day and I could not get enough. And uh, she would come up and see me. She pretty much was the only one that would come see me. But every time she'd come up, she would cry. I'm like, will you calm down? It's okay. What you have for breakfast? I tell her what I had for breakfast. She busts right up crying. <laughs> she took real good care so, of me. But, you know, and when me and Ashley got together, I knew she was bringing some stuff out of her old relationship. So I had to be patient with her. She wanted to argue. But she, didn't have, but she didn't have nobody to argue with because I wouldn't <laughs> argue with her. You know, I knew God would work it out. But, um, yeah, we, we, we've been through some stuff, but it's, it's been good. God's been good to us. And um, when we were shacking up, as she was saying, I kept going to different churches because I was feeling guilty about me and her coming into church and wasn't married. And I kind of fell away from God for a while because I couldn't, I couldn't really worship knowing what I was doing. And so it got to the point, God said, well, what you going to do? I said, I'm going to ask her to marry me. Mm -hmm. I asked her to marry me. We got married and got back in the church and we've been getting blessings after blessings after blessings. And I just thank God for all he's done. And whew, I just thank God for 
wife and oh so to answer the question i didn't answer because i knew we would get to it in our talk but he was really the first demonstration of real love for me um i didn't get it from my parents i didn't get it from anybody else um and then once because i had to see it from him in order and that's what captured me about god i'm like okay so what is it? And then I started to dive in and really God captured my heart. And that's when I fell in love with Jesus and I haven't been the same since. So because we keep Christ in the center, you know, there's nothing that we can't get through. Um, and, you know, we have that joy and that peace because we can always go back to God. Um, you know, the love of God is just amazing. It's healing. Mm -hmm. It is. And you know, as much as I went through as a child and as, as um, emotionally damaging as all that was, it's like it never happened. I have peace. I have peace. I forgave everybody. And because I can look at them and understand that it's not even their fault. They, they come from a broken past that has not been dealt with. So, um, but when you come and, and encounter the love of Jesus, I'm telling you, and you all can probably attest to it as well. It's just, it's uh, unspeakable. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, please hit me up at Melanie D, the author at yahoo.com. That's Melanie D, the letter D, the author at yahoo.com or on my website at www.melaniedtheauthor.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful and blessed day.